Let's go! Are you ready? Let's go, baby. Dummies for sports. Here we go. My favorite topic we get to discuss tonight, Yehuda. Running the running back position and the value or lack thereof of the uh, of the running back position. And, and we've discussed this so many times, and you're probably like, Rocky, stop trying to beat a dead horse. But the truth is that I'm coming at it from a bit of a different angle now. So we've seen what's been happening over the last few days um, and over the last few months and over the last couple of years, this has really been a development. Yeah. So there's been a, a couple examples that I want to point out and, and just discuss the running back position a little. And, you know, the, the disservice to a certain extent that's being done to them, but for, for, but but understandably from the organization's perspective. So, number one, Joe Mixon. The reason the Joe Mixon thing is, is weird, it's like now the Bengals restructure Joe Mixon's contract, they never restructure contracts. This is like a philosophy in Cincinnati. They never restructure contracts. They've, they, they, they have yet to do it in years. And here they're restructuring Joe Mixon's contract. You obviously have Saquon Barkley getting franchise tagged. You know, the second that the Cowboys had an opportunity to get rid of Zeke, they did just that. Dalvin Cook situation. So, obviously, there's a lot of examples of this just in the last year where we're seeing teams sort of take this approach of, well, you know, we're going to draft a running back. If after four years he's really that good, we're not going to sign him. Maybe we'll give him the franchise tag, and we'll get another one in the draft. We'll take our chances with that. And it's understandable, Yuda, like, you know, I, I've been outspoken yeah. saying that I, I think running backs are the most replaceable position in football. They're so dependent on their offensive line. You don't have a good O-line. Your running back's pretty much useless. At the same time, you do need a running back. And, you know, the running backs – a lot of what I've been hearing on social media is, well, they put their bodies on the line, which they do, of course. We all know that the, 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 life, the, the, the career for a running back is about 2.47 years, I believe is the exact number. 2.47 years. It's the shortest career span for a, a position in football, understandably. And, 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 and you know, their, their lives, lives probably don't last very long compared to other positions. So certainly they're putting their bodies on the line. But so, so yes, do I feel, I, I feel bad for them. Like if we're coming from an individual perspective and they're getting paid such little money and they're sacrificing their bodies for it, yes. But at the same time, Yehuda, the NFL's the organizations are correct as well in that, yes, it's, you feel bad for them. You sympathize for them. But that doesn't mean we should make bad business decisions. That's really all I'm coming from. So, you know, at, at what point, Yehuda, do you think, and you're going to have a different perspective on this than me, and we could hash this out a little bit. At what point yeah. do you tell yourself, you know, you know, um, you know, I feel bad for them. They, they do need a job, and we do need a running back. But we'll just take our chance in the draft and pay less. Well, I mean, it is it is ironic because I'm going to agree with you a little bit here. And you're usually the guy who, you know, you just hate on running backs. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I do agree that, like, for the teams, like, what are they going to do? They have seen so much evidence of people literally falling off and um todd Gurley, after he got paid he was um you know, he still scored a ton of touchdowns but then the next year that he has arthritis all of a sudden and he just out of the league by by 27 years old you could just tell that the burst is gone and david johnson had issues had serious issues with Le'Veon bell after his whole contract situation it didn't work out and so the the um, recent, uh, I mean, it's a little bit of recency bias, but the recent developments that they've seen with with these running backs who get massive contracts, Zeke, they they just their bodies are physically wearing down, and for a team, they they say, 
why should we invest um, that extra four, five, six million dollars, you know, to go from <laughs> from eight to fifteen million dollars in a running back uh, when we could put that into a nickel cornerback, exactly, a little bit more to a D lineman, one hundred percent, like that. Those are what we would describe as quote unquote more valuable. Now, I prefer as a fantasy football player, I would prefer to have <laughs> bell cow running backs and. And to have bell cow running backs, you need to pay them more because they're doing more work. They they got to earn that. More. Well, not anymore. And I like, not anymore. Well, I mean, you don't have to in the NFL, but just for fantasy, <laughs> you oh. know, it's good to see. Okay. By the know. way, in fantasy, running back's value has also decreased over the years because now there's so many good receivers out there that it's like if you don't get a running back in the first – if you don't get two running backs in the first two rounds, you're pretty much just going receiver for a bunch of rounds and maybe quarterback if you can get Mahomes or Allen, which is also an interesting development. You used to be running back for the most valuable position in fantasy. Now that, no, that 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 the way you just described it, that means that running backs are the most valuable because there are if, so many. If good you receivers. get a good running back, then yes, technically that's valuable. But the amount of good running backs that are available are limited. That's the problem. So if you're looking at the overall that options, means- overall scope of things, they're they're not as valuable because it's like, well, once I get past the top five or six, why would I draft a running back? That means that they are more valuable. That means a good running back is more valuable. No, 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 no. It, 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 fine, yes, there are five running backs that are that are valuable. But outside of yeah. that, it's not. So the, overall, it's like people are, are looking at running backs less in their drafts. That's, I guess, the point I'm trying to make here. I, I would agree because because you have these guys who are on another level. And, like, that's, that's what, um, in fantasy at least, where you're like, if I get one of these five guys, I'm golden because I know that they give me such a leg up. Just like some quarterbacks can do, like like having Mahomes or or, or Lamar when, when he was amazing, or or Josh Allen when he was having one of his best years. You're like you're like having or Jalen Hurts this past year, having one of those running quarterbacks who or someone who throws like you know for 100, 300 yards every game, three touchdowns. It just gives you such a higher leg up. So for teams, for fantasy football team to have these amazing running backs, it gives you such a higher leg up. But Fantasy football is not real football, <laughs> and does does not? having an yeah oh I know right a new, new, <laughs> um, I know the way that some people respond and you know text these uh, text these actual football players these actual human beings about how they ruin their fantasy <laughs> you would you would that fantasy football is, is their life is the, the real amount life. of money that people invest into these things as well exactly. you would think that fantasy football is <laughs> is their the, the real life football. <laughs> In the world. But but to have but does does a Christian McCaffrey does a Derrick Henry and having an otherworldly running back um, elevate your football team? I would say yes if they are otherworldly. We saw Derrick Henry not single-handedly because football is the ultimate team sport, but Derrick Henry bulldozed his way for the Titans into the AFC Championship game for them. Destroyed the Ravens' top two defense um, in 2019. Um, ran over the Patriots. Got them. Brought them to to the NFC Championship game, or AFC Championship game. Um, Christian McCaffrey just create just amazing dynamic playmaking ability for the Niners this past year. Like everyone was just went nuts with the uh, the thought of of what Christian McCaffrey could do in Kyle Shanahan's offense and like. Just that element that he added was just so incredible. So yes, I would say that these guys who who are who are like top five top five running backs in in the league they they deserve to be paid 
that much. But again, like we said, the the teams are not going to be willing to shell it out unless they really, 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 really believe um, that you are on that level. And even a guy like Saquon, I think if you have one year where you're where you're injured or a quote major injury like an Achilles or an ACL or a knee or something, a soft tissue basically, that that's going to cost you. Even if four out of five years you're you're amazing, to have one year that you you tore your ACL tore your ACL. Uh, teams are not gonna are not gonna shell out the you know the Brinks truck for you. I mean, it, somehow Christian McCaffrey got away with it because he has a big contract and he had like a full year with a foot injury. The way they deploy but, him is very different than the than a standard running back as well. Exactly. I, I was watching yeah. I was watching film on the um on the on the Cowboys Niners game actually a couple of days ago. I was assigned it and um the the playoff game and McCaffrey is a receiver you know ten times a game probably. I mean he lines yeah, up at yeah. receiver. He even lines up on the outside, not just in the slot outside. They. The, the the amount that they move around their receivers there is unbelievable. You have Kittle in the backfield yeah. multiple times a game. Literally, it's not, you know, as a fullback, yeah. as a halfback, you have Debo all over the place. You have Ayuk in that backfield sometimes. I mean, so the Niners are a bad, uh, a, a bad proof, you know? <laughs> it's a very confusing. They are not a rule. <laughs> right, 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 right. But 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 listen, Kay, I'm, I've been on the record. I'm going to say it again. Running back is the least valuable position in football. The least valuable position in football. And I saw a graphic um, on Twitter that was going around that said kickers are getting paid on average about a half a million dollars more, maybe even more, than the running backs. And I, I, I don't think it's crazy. I agree with it. Kickers are more valuable than running backs. Why? Now... If you're gonna, you just use Justin Tucker as an example. Well, obviously, Justin Tucker, great. You know, he's had you know over a dozen game-winning kicks in his career. He's the most accurate kicker in NFL history. But even like Chris Boswell, Chris Boswell is way more valuable than any running back in the NFL. Even like a, a second-tier kicker, if you can get a kicker that's consistently good for ten years, way more valuable than any running back in the NFL. Why? Running backs are replaceable. It's very simple. You know, like I said, they're the least valuable position in football. They're de- they're they're the most dependent on outside forces. Kickers are the least dependent on outside forces. They need blocking. They need a good snap. That's it. Yeah. Uh, it, it but if you're a good kicker, you'll do well in the NFL. If you're a good running back, good chance. You know, a la N- Najee Harris. You probably just won't do much if you don't have a good offensive line. It's very simple. So I 100% agree that running backs are the least valuable position in football. However, I will say that when it comes to Christian McCaffrey, it's a little different. If you can utilize a running back's receiving ability, and he really has the ability to run legitimate routes, like like an actual receiver, that's a whole different story, you know, because you can you have an extra weapon coming out of the backfield that creates mismatches with the linebackers and with the uh, slower safeties and so on and so forth. So I certainly agree with that. And Derrick Henry, maybe for a year or two, is the exception, just because he was tallying so many yards after contact at a rate yeah. we have never seen it ever. And and yards after contact can be directly attributed to the running back generally. So if if you have a guy that's averaging that many yards after contact, like Derrick Henry was. Then he adds some value. Granted, enough to, to warrant a, a double-digit contra- uh, per-year contract? No, because again, he's still taking a lot of hits. He's not going to last very long, and he's still not that valuable. So overall, least valuable position in football. I hold with that. But I sympathize with them because they put their bodies on the line, and they're not getting paid a lot. They don't deserve to get paid a lot, not because they're not good, but because of the nature of their position. But they do have to get paid somewhere, and they are playing in the NFL. So I sympathize with them, but I also understand where the organizations are coming from. That, that's really the, the, the twist I was trying to make on this. Yeah. Do you think Saquon and Tony Pollard can run legitimate routes? I don't think Saquon can. Uh, Pollard, maybe. I'll have to look into that a little more. I, McCaffrey can. I, just, just telling you from... 
Yeah, I think Pollard can. I mean, McCaffrey, we know, right. but I think Pollard. Right. Can. I would agree with you. Saquon can can run around here or there, but he's he is too bulky to really to be like a a receiving back. Like he, he obviously can catch passes out of the backfield, but Tony Pollard is just such so athletic, and is you really could be able to line him up everywhere. Well, so, but so that's meaning yeah. meaning meaning if if you have a guy. If you have a guy that's receive that adds receiving value to that extent, like McCaffrey or maybe even Pollard, let's say, then he's valuable because he's a good receiver, not because he's a good running back. It's a whole different story. Now you have a guy like Debo Samuel, for example, who I would say is valuable mainly because he's a great receiver. But the fact that he can run is more valuable than the average running back being able to run, because he all of a sudden he's in the backfield. Is he going to go run around? He's an actual receiver. You actually have to dedicate a cornerback. Yeah. He's a, he's a top ten receiver in football, in my opinion. You know, like as a pure wide receiver, I think he's a top ten receiver in football. This guy can run legitimate routes to the sidelines, middle of the field. He can run in routes, out routes. He can you know literally run a go route straight. You know, and be a guy over the top. That's how much quick yeah. speed he has. There's there's really no route that he can't run. He's a legitimate you know, number one wide receiver. And now he's lining up in the backfield. How the heck do we account for that? We still have Ayuk and Kittle. We have to dedicate quarterbacks to them. So that creates incredible mismatches. I would agree with that. But just a running back running, I don't think there's much value there in terms of an individual individual players. Well, now now that we know the, uh, the perspective of the humans, let's see the uh, perspective of the computers. I could just share with you a quick a quick snippet of what chat gpt had said mm, and they said um so what was while the having oh can you win the nfl without a good running back mm. and so it says while having talented running back can certainly be advantageous it is possible to win games without relying heavily on the running game or having a superstar running back so <laughs> <laughs> chat gpt ultimately says ultimately while having a good running back can be beneficial it is not the sole determining factor in running games in the nfl a well-coached team with a solid passing game, versatile backfield, and a strong defense can overcome the absence of a superstar running back and still find success in the league. So ChatGPT is not, yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like us and not really figuring the running back. Wait, wait. So I asked straight up. So I said, so when you pay Saquon, it's like, oh, I'm just an AI language model. Uh, okay. Then um, all of a sudden they get, okay, so now you have to follow it up. Yeah. Ask it, do you need a quarterback to win in the NFL? Just to test, uh, you know. Test the waters a little bit. Ask ask it that because you know, great. Maybe it just gave you a generic answer. I mean, ChatGPT generally is pretty good. They they give detailed and thorough answers that are generally pretty accurate um, most of the time. But um, but now I'm curious what it, what it would respond to. Uh, do you need a quarterback to win in the NFL? Test it twice. Yeah, this is a. Yeah, it says it is having good quarterback is generally considered crucial for uh. success. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's unfortunate for the running backs, but even the computers are saying that their that their you know position is very undervalued. There you go. I I want to say one last thing on this. You know, I think you know as biased as I am toward PFF, I think PFF was the spearheading uh, force in this movement toward not paying running backs. PFF years ago, already ten years ago, was already saying. You know, there's really no reason to be overpaying running backs. They're really very replaceable. They're very dependent on outside forces. Their careers don't last very long. Teams are really overpaying them. It took teams like five or six years, but eventually teams started to catch on. The Le'Veon Bell thing was sort of the nail in the coffin. Since then, you haven't seen too many big big, big uh, contracts. So, you know, I, I do think PR, PFF really spearheaded this, and now it's conventional wisdom. I think they talk about it on ESPN and NFL Network now. So, you know, PFF, I'm just saying, is ahead of the grain by a few years. And in a few years, whatever they're talking about now, it'll be incorporated into mainstream media. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just found an article from 
2013 from Bleacher Report titled Why Selecting Running Back in First Round is Never a Good Idea. Oh, so, look at that. Bleacher yeah, Report also had it. Yeah, PFF definitely had a curve and they, they know what they're talking about. But some here and there, you know, it's popping up uh, in in um, sports media. Uh, that is not a good idea to, to draft running backs. And now, unfortunately, those guys are really taking the hit. You know, we didn't even talk about like Dalvin Cook got cut. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Him. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, Talbot him. Cook's considered a top five yeah. running back in football, and they and they still cut him. They they don't even. The thing is, even if you're paying a running back five six million, it might not be worth it. You know, because you can put that you know five or six million. That's half of a, a top notch uh, pass rusher. That's half of the contract of a top notch pass rusher in, in today's NFL, and that's far more yeah. valuable than a running back. I think that's really the direction teams are going in. That's a great example. Very unfortunate because it really is. It's such an important position. It's such a fun position. Like they. Their underratedness, uh, I would say, about running backs is their ability to read protections and pick up blitzing linebackers and stuff. And sometimes that even will will lead to the more more of the injuries than than the uh, you know just getting tackled and getting beat up. Because blocking is, is an underrated part of it. That's true. Yeah, that's them literally jumping up in front of a linebacker or a D lineman who's running full speed at the quarterback, and they have to like drop at him and just get blown up. For to add that extra one second, extra split second, so that the quarterback can de- can deliver the ball. So that that's a very thankless part of the job, but that can be sometimes why some coaches will favor one guy over the other because they can read the protections. The, the, the thing is about the blocking. While it's very important, obviously, most running backs are are generally pretty average at doing that. You, you don't have a big discrepancy between which running backs are great blockers and which running backs are just way worse. So you know, paying a guy five six million just because he's slightly better blocker than the other no. running back. So right, that's yeah. the problem. And, and really, their production general, like yes, running back highlights. Go go watch some Barry Sanders highlights. You know, go. Yeah. I mean, it, it's magical. It's you know, one of the one of my favorite plays in NFL history is the Marcus Allen. You know, reversing fields against the yeah. against the Redskins in the Super Bowl. That is just a you know that's that's a highlight for the ages. So running backs are such yeah. a fun position to watch, but they're just you know, and 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 one could argue that you know back in those days running backs were far more valuable. But yeah. in today's NFL, it's just the direction the league is moving in, and and, and you know. You need to be competent. You need to understand how to read blocks. You need to understand how to exploit holes, exploit voids in the defense. Those are not advanced skills. Any professional running back can do that. But eventually you're going to get to a point where, okay, we still need to have like an NFL running, an NFL caliber running back. We could just have college caliber running backs running around there. So maybe they'll start to get paid a little more at some point here. But, you know, who wants to be a running back at this point? Like from an individual perspective, why would you want to put your body in the line just to get paid, you know? you know, a couple million dollars a year. I mean, a couple million dollars is a lot of money for us uh, standard folk, yeah. but for an NFL player, if you, if you have that athletic ability and you could be maybe a tight end or a wide receiver, you know, uh, yeah. uh, I would think, unless that's your only entry into the NFL as a running back. But other than that, then uh, it's tough. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see yeah. what, what direction this moves in. But anyway, that'll uh, wrap up our conversation about running backs. This will not probably not be the last time we talk about running backs. It's, no. <laughs> it's, 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 it's interesting. They've come up a lot recently. A lot of people have been catching on to this. And uh, we'll see what the uh, conversation around running backs, uh, have, uh, yeah, how that uh, how that goes. So thank you for joining us, everyone. Sorry, I was just trying to shove away a bug. Thank you for joining <laughs> us, everyone. And uh, my headphones went off in the process. And uh, I haven't reminded you guys in a while to subscribe. Please subscribe, YouTube, uh, preferred platform, that's Spotify, like Apple, wherever. Like the podcast on the bottom, thumbs up. Um, like the episode, you give it a heart, give a comment, interact, reach out to us. 
please. That's uh, that's what we love about this. I was just telling you here before the podcast. The favorite, my favorite part about the podcast is when people interact and we get to really have start some real great conversations about the topics um, that we discuss during the podcast. So please reach out to us. Hmm? I said a good schmooze. Good schmooze. Always want to pop a good schmooze. Take care, guys. We'll see you later.